0: Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1242, air date June 21st, 2023. All right, one second. All right, so uh, it's very nice to be here, Sean. Um, Yeah, so I think what we want to really talk about is, um, particularly around my run for president, Uh, what I will do really to win back free speech and really, um, I think, make people aware. I mean, Musk is doing this sort of uh, tour around the world right now, and he's really, uh, in many ways, stroking all of these um, prime ministers and presidents around the world. But I think what needs to be understood is that Elon Musk and company, which means the Silicon Valley elites, have essentially, in the United States, destroyed the First Amendment. So what I'd like to do today is probably review what is the First Amendment Um, and then talk about the it's it's brief history. And then with the advent of so. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with the advent of social media or the Internet, the World Wide Web, when it came to be in 1993, that it was actually an opportunity to extend uh, greater free speech and make more people publishers. And what's actually happened and what Silicon Valley actually has done on behalf of government because of the uh, collusion between them. And I think it's a very, very deep conversation. I'm very intimately aware with this having filed and won various parts of the first lawsuit in the world, which really uh, exposed that the uh, governments of the world have backdoor portals into Twitter and every social media company. Um, Over the last, probably the last six months, the quote unquote conservatives Um, all started sucking up to Elon Musk, thinking he's going to save them. And then they were slapped in the face when he appointed this WEF women. Um, But what's actually happened is there's a lack of any type of real deep political theory, which has led people to go from left to right, left to right, and sort of play ping pong and essentially get used. Uh, I just did a video a couple, I think last week, called A Swarm, uh, which is really this collusion uh, of... um, You know, I think when people try to look at the elites, they think it's like one individual, the Rothschilds or this particular community or the banking community. But it's really much more of a swarm, as we call in system science. I want to discuss that, too. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that video was an hour video and then we condensed it around 15 minutes. There's a one minute version, but that really, um, at the heart of it, the reason I was able to do it, um, you know, we didn't, there's no edit takes. It's just uh, me with a pen and with a marker, with a blue marker and a simple whiteboard. And I'm able to do that and educate people on that because I have a deep, deep, deep understanding of what's called system science, which is what the elites learn. About 10,000 of them know this field very, very well. Um, and it's a very powerful weapon because uh, it involves these very powerful nine principles, which actually come out of general systems theory, which really um, help. Um, one, you can use it in a very personal way to take a goal and apply it and achieve your goals. You can also apply it on a mass scale to manipulate people. And that's what the elites are doing for the goal of power, profit and control. And so I gave a little bit of background on that swarm video, and then I went into the details um, on uh you know, describing the swarm, what their goals are, the inputs that they put into the system, which is us. And it really helps people understand how a very few set of people can manipulate 8 billion people and control them. And as a part of that, I gave the two front ends of the swarm, which are the obvious establishment that you have in every country that people, it's easy for people to say, oh yeah, those guys are bad, right? Uh, On the left or the right. But then the not so obvious establishment over the last 50 years is, who the swarm has gotten very, very good at creating. And what I call these false heroes and idols who will say like you have Jer- Jeremy Corbyn, right? in The Labour Party in England or in the United States, you have people like Robert Kennedy or AOC or Bernie Sanders are on the right now Trump. These people say this right words because they've done a lot of messaging analysis and market analysis, but they have no intention of ever freeing people. The, the goal is to essentially um, brainwash people that all change must come from one of them. And 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 we talked about that. And Elon Musk, since I think we want to focus on him, fits into that. But before I go into that, I think it's very important for people to understand what is the First Amendment. You know, when the United States broke from Britain, um, two or three centuries ago, right? Um, Three centuries ago, about now, right? Uh, Two to three cent. um, One of the ways that the uh, merchant class at that time, you know was able to fight what was called the American Revolution, a break from the feudal class, was to give the everyday people certain things, right? They promised them the Bill of Rights. Well, the First Amendment says that among various other aspects of the um, the Bill of Rights, uh, First Amendment, uh, separate from the religion and the right to assembly was that Congress shall pass no laws to abridge freedom of speech. So let me repeat that again, Congress. Why am I repeating this? Because there's three um, uh, essentially branches of the United States government. One is called the judicial branch, which interprets the law. Um, the executive branch enforces a law. And Congress is the one that creates laws. So when the founders passed the First Amendment, they said Congress, which involves two houses, um, the quote unquote upper house, the Senate, right? And the lower house is called the House of Representatives. But um, when a law is passed, it goes through both houses and it's signed by the president. But they were saying that Congress um, shall pass no laws that will abridge freedom of speech. Okay, so it says it in black and white that Congress cannot pass any laws to do that. And the First Amendment has been sort of the pillar of the United States. And I would argue, as I did in that other uh, video that you, you saw, that the Postal Service was set up as an infrastructure to enable the First Amendment, and a lot of people have forgotten what the Postal Service means, but as a guy who created email and has been involved in this whole area of go- going from the electronic version to the physical version, I have a great reverence for the Postal Service because it was actually created to ensure any citizen could have not only free speech, but relatively equal free reach, right? Which means for pennies, um, you could anyone can send a mail, a letter, and it would reach anyone in the United States, right? So this was quite profound, and, and Benjamin Franklin, who was actually the head of the royal, uh, you know, for the crown, he was running their postal service, and he was kicked out because, um, you know, they saw him as a loyalist to the, to, uh, but a supporter of the revolution. And, but the founding of the postal service was really to enable free speech to take place, you know, up until 1970, the United States, nearly 60 to 70% of the mail was all types of political, you know, from left wing, right wing, communists. Libertarians, Green Party, right? Nazis, anyone could send these letters out. And the Postal Service also created a police force, which said that if any one in the Postal Service opened up a letter and went through it, it would be 20 years uh, in prison. So it's quite extraordinary what the Postal Service really was created for. Um, in 1997, um, you know, I met with the Postal Service because something interesting happened. 1997 is a year where an email volume overtook postal mail volume. Now, why is this important? Because, you know, when I created email in 1978, email was really used in the office environment. A lot of people don't understand. A lot of young people don't understand. You don't use you didn't need the Internet for email. Um, Email was used in the inner office environment because what is email? Email was the electronic version of, in many ways, the inter office postal mail system. In every office, they had the inbox, the outbox the, on, on the desktops, the folders. Um, uh, you had, uh, um, you know, the trash bucket. You had registered mail. You would write this memo in a very particular format. You had the concept of blind carbon copy, carbon copy. It was a complete system. And I was the first to convert that to the electronic version. But in the offices, they would literally have your local postman who would pick up mail and deliver it. And they had all sorts of rules, et cetera. And, and, and very, very akin to the postal mail system. In some ways, that was a little bit, um, you know, not as complicated. But um, in 1997, email volume overtook postal mail volume. And if you remember, 1993 is when the World Wide Web was created. Between 1978 to 1993, email, in some ways, a one of the first social media vehicles, right, um, was used uh, in the office environment. But when the World Wide Web came, and you put this very easy interface on the existing Internet work, right, called the Internet, everyone could start accessing the Internet. So email started becoming a consumer application. Um, And what happened was many private companies, you know, um, Yahoo, right? Hotmail, um, which is now part of Microsoft, AOL, all these companies created, um, you know, uh, essentially replicated what I had done, but with a web interface. And email volume started explosively growing. Um, In 1993, my second life with email was I I had won a contest to help the US White House to automatically read and route email for death threats and for other kinds of things. And I I started a company to help uh, many of the emerging internet companies. When a customer sent an email in, my technology would read the email, route it, figure out a response, what you call artificial intelligence. So 1997, when I saw that email volume had had overtaken postal mail volume, I went to the Postal Service because being a student of politics, and I said, hey, you know, you guys should really create a public version of email. And I'm sure you could charge like 20 bucks a year. You would generate a lot of money, but it would have the protection of all of those rules that no one could interfere with the communication. And that really is a solution, Sean, even today. Um, now these guys, I was a 29-year-old kid then, 30 years ago, and uh, these officials, these executives at the Postal Service said, "Who are you? You know, we're, um, you know, we're a 500,000-person company, bigger than Walmart. You're just a kid. We don't want to be in this email business. We're in the mail business." All right. 2011, if you remember, the Postal Service was going out of business. They were going bankrupt. Yes, and and I did a. Yeah, in 2000, yeah, in 2011, I, I was interviewed by Time magazine, Doug Amet, the senior technology editor, and I said, look, the Postal Service are a bunch of idiots because they were going bankrupt. Literally, they had like no money left. And I said, had they listened to me? Um, Excuse me Dr. Sheila, yeah. The, the audience can't hear your guest. Oh, that's hold on one second, John. They can't hear. Him? No. OK, one second. Um. One second. I just want to make sure. Yeah, they can hear you, but they can't hear the other person. You OK, can't... it's OK, because it, it, we're just talking. Like, oh. I'll, I'll repeat what he's saying, John. Well, you can. already. right. OK, there. Go, go ahead. Partners. Yeah. So um, what's that? Yeah. So I, I think, I think. Yeah. You, you, you just... Oh, I say. OK, hold on. Yeah. So anyway, I think people should be able to hear it now. Okay. So anyway, so what I was no. the the point I was making was that in um, in 1997, um, when I met with the postal service, my 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 um, my advice to them was that you should have started a public mail service. And so now in 2011, the postal service is going out of business. Right. And. Um, and the reason they were going out of business was they had no new revenue because email volume was overtaking postal mail volume, as I had predicted. Right. And um, so um, that article came out and people had looked back in 2011, went viral all over the Internet. And the inspector general of the Postal Service contacted me. He goes, hey, why are you attacking us? And he's the one who watches if the Postal Service is doing things uh, for the public and uh he said, hey, look, uh, we want to work with you. What, what are your ideas? So they actually hired me. Um, not the, so you have the poster, Postmaster General and the Inspector General who oversees the Postmaster General. And in about 13 uh, months, I laid out an entire program, how the Postal Service could make a ton of money, you know, offering emails of public service and they could protect the public. In fact, did two different reports for them. Anyway, they did nothing with it, even to this day. When I met Trump's son, who's a complete dope, told him about it he didn't understand he said told me to go see charlie kirk who doesn't un- understand any technology so so trump had an opportunity to really protect free speech and he did nothing we'll come back to that so
1: now you fast forward yeah 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 uh, yeah i was going duck, duck to obviously we're, we're a little bit for me personally a little bit stressed of time Um uh, yeah. so i've only got 20 minutes but this i i i, I can sure um people can find this out because obviously it is fascinating Don't get me wrong. Cause you, 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 you invented email at 14 years old. Um, there's, there's all, all stuff I want to go into with that, but at the current time, I just want to, cause obviously i have only got like about 20 minutes. I want to focus on your, your presidential run. And obviously, uh, why you believe, cause we have supporters here who are, I would say about 60 to 70% for Trump and and a lot of them as well are sort of really impressed by RFK Jr. Now, me personally, I'm not a fan of the Kennedys. I think a lot of their law, their legends, are a bit, um, um, how can I say it, been kind of written in a way to make them seem um, like good people. But I, I'm not a person who's, who's who's kind of been conned by that. But because you're running for president, and obviously RFK Jr. and obviously Trump are running for president. Why do you believe, as well as Elon Musk, why do you believe? First of all, let's just, let's just talk about Elon Musk thing. What What is your opinion on Elon Musk? Well, let me let, the background I'm almost done with, okay? It's very important
0: because without the background, okay, talk your, it, your audience it, yeah. is not gonna understand this because this is not a soundbite, okay? The reality okay, is where, where okay. the, the background that I just gave you is first of all, the first amendment was created. So Congress will pass no yep. laws, right? to subvert the, first, uh, subvert, subvert the freedom of speech, right? It's very, very important to understand. It's a very powerful concept. The second okay. part to remember is you have the advancement of electronic media channels, email being one of the most important ones. But the second part is private companies, um, one needs to understand got involved in overseeing email. Now think about what that means. Before it was run by, in many ways, if you look at the postal service, it was actually decentralized units. It really was owned by the public. Now email is owned by private companies. And when people signed up for free email services, they gave away their rights to those companies. You don't own your email, email. You own your physical mail, but you don't own your email. These private companies, which means they can open it, monitor it, mine it. So it's a very important concept to understand. And that's why I laid out the warning call in 1997. And now you have the advancement of social media companies. Anything you do on social media is no longer your communication. It's owned by these companies—Twitter, Facebook, etc. So we all saw what occurred in Twitter um, with the Twitter 1.0, which was Vijay Gade. People like Jack Dorsey—you know—they laid out very clearly their terms of service. Okay, if you talk about this, 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 we'll just take you out. And I was taken out. In my lawsuit for exposing the fact the election systems in the United States are corrupt, and secondarily, in that process, I found out when I expose that that the governments of the world created an unholy
1: alliance with social media companies. And this yes, is, and this is this is this is their way of of circumnavigating the First yes, Amendment. So what, what happened was obviously, the the Constitution is to limit governments, not right, private right companies. Yeah. So what basically the government right. has done is, has subcontracted these well, social well, media giants to do the dirty work for them. Is that, is that, well, I well, that it, is... Even more, horrible. the unholy alliance is a following,
0: okay? the social media companies, and we have to follow the money here, got a very, very different yeah. valuation of their companies than a publishing company. So if you take the Daily Mail or the New York Times, right, you can
1: sue them if they write a defamatory article about you, okay? Right. but So if, this, this is the corporatism um, deal that the state has done to protect these um, private companies which are basically um, acting unconstitutionally, obviously because they're a Well, yeah, when the
0: United States, it's it's a little more, um, just follow this for a second. What happened was in the United States, a publishing company, if it makes a, let's say a billion dollars in revenue, it gets on the marketplace, if someone wants to come buy that company, it gets one times revenue, valuation. So it's worth a billion dollars. A social media company, if it makes a billion dollars in revenue, guess what it's worth? It's worth 10 times that. It's worth the same amount of revenue, but it's worth $10 billion. Why? Because you cannot sue a social media company. All right? You can't sue a social media company. and this no, is That's where,
1: the Section 230 immunity, isn't that it? That's
0: Section 230 mean? How did they get Section 230 immunity? The Silicon Valley elite gave a lot of money to all these people in Congress, campaign funds, etc., and they had them pass Section 230 immunity and in return for that, the quid pro quo, which no one wants to talk about, which is what I discovered, is that government told these social media companies, you will give us a backdoor access into your company so we can monitor people that we don't like, like Dr. Shiva, if he says the election systems and he exposes that or others, and we could take them out and they created a architecture to do that. Okay. And that architecture was a backdoor portal in the entire censorship network, which I
1: discovered. Displayed if people go to winbackfreedom.com, you'll see that. Yeah, long before so this the- is very this this is very interesting because obviously you ran for the Senate in uh in the U S uh, uh, for the Boston, uh, you were going up against Elizabeth Warren. You know the uh, <laughs> is she Indian, Doctor Shiva? Well, we're the, we're the ones
0: who we're the ones who forced her. Uh, you know to expose that she was. A fake Indian, right? Let me just share this with you. With I don't know if you can see this. Let me just share this with you. I think it's important you guys see this. Um, if you see, can I share the screen? Yeah, I think I can. Right? Yeah, I, I just got it. I think you. I think you should see it. Okay. So, so, so the reason it's important to understand this diagram is that I was the first, and all our lawsuit, you know, was we f- fully put this up there since 2020. I represented myself in federal court. I frankly have, with all humility, more litigation experience than probably 90 percent of the lawyers. But we discovered the censorship network with Matt Taibbi and all those fools that uh, Musk brought in literally stole and plagiarized from us. Okay, but we exposed in bare view in federal court that the government of the United States, in fact, every government of the world has these backdoor portals. What we found was that the government here had created an entire censor funded by the likes of Pierre Omidyar, which only recently The Intercept again stole from us. They're doing what's called a limited hangout. But we expose that the government here can launder censorship through a nonprofit um, to take out people like me, and that's what they did. But the the, the net of this is all this we expose in federal court in 2020. Um, Tucker Carlson didn't do anything about it. He knew about it. He sat on the story for two years. And that's why I also expose him, et cetera. But what's really happened is that me being in the heat of this as a U.S. Senate candidate who was deplatformed for exposing that backdoor portal. It took it was only in December of twenty twenty two that I was put back on Twitter. And when I was put back on Twitter, if you notice when I got back on, I said, hey, Elon, why didn't you make me your CEO? You was looking for CEO. Right. That went viral. Yes. Yeah. One December, it got about 20 million views. And since that day, I started exposing him and saying, Are you going to remove the backdoor portal? Probably four tweets in December, 10 tweets in um, January, 15 tweets and so on. And as I increased my exposing him that he was really not anything to do with free speech, he's basically censorship 10.0. What he ended up doing was diminishing my visibility. I went from 500,000 views per day down to 5,000 views per day. So what is really important to understand is we live in this world right now, That the elites, and this this gets back to your issue with Donald Trump and Musk, the elites are very clever. They want to divide up the working people. So on the one hand, they, you know, the the conservative right could understand that Jack Dorsey and Vijay Gade were complete scumbags, right? Openly deplatforming people. So Silicon Valley got together. They say, shit, we were too heavy handed. Let's bring in this fool called Musk. You know, we're going to present him as some genius. But when you look at the facts and bear. Well, I, well, I, I, well, let's just look at. To me, genius is resourcefulness. Okay. Resourcefulness is you actually make stuff. You create stuff, right. Without the involvement of others. Like there are people who start companies without taking venture money, without needing assistance from government. Okay. Stand up on their own two feet. Elon Musk, where government ends and Elon Musk begins, nobody knows. And that is why he's doing his tour with government, because he's giving all of them a hand job because he is supporting their backdoor censorship of every world citizen. So what did he do? Look at SpaceX, five point seven billion dollars free money he gets from the government to put up those Starlink satellites, which can monitor every human being on the planet. Again, he, he, that SpaceX would not exist without government. Tesla was a company that was worthless until he got $1.5 billion in carbon credits, which is how he created profitability. And then he shot up to $600 billion in value. And his value went from sort of very, very low during the lockdowns is when he became the wealthiest guy. Okay. He made a shitload of money during the lockdowns, but Again, it was a $1.5 billion in carbon tax credits that made Tesla valuable. Third, Twitter is completely reliant on Section 230 immunity. Whatever he touches is reliant on government subsidies. So do you think a person whose entire wealth comes from the largest of government is ever going to do against government? Exactly. Right. So, yeah. So, what I'm saying is, I mean, you just need to look at that. There's a a a whole blog post I created exposing this whole thing. Okay. The reality is, so if you look at Elon Musk, uh, he gets brought in by Silicon Valley to be a new face, and the goal of his, uh, the goal of the reason he was brought in was to convince all the right wing Trumpers, okay. Now we have free speech, right? That was a goal, because remember the elites are very, very smart, and the reason is the 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 working class in the United States, who actually believes in the First and Second Amendments, are the most dangerous to the elites. So they had to make them lay down their arms, sort of say, right? So they brought in Musk, and he did this big shtick. He's a free speech absolutist, etc. But then, and so I kept ex- exposing him because I know what the hell's going on. From a technology standpoint and what's really going on, that government and big tech are one, the backdoor portal still exists. Many journalists asked him, hey, Dr. Shiva's lawsuit exposed a backdoor portal, are you gonna take it down? Clayton Morris asked him from Redacted in December of 2022. And he said, ooh, that sounds like big brother, I'll get back to you. The guy's a complete scumbag, he never did. And by the way, to all the people who think such a tech nerd, go look at what he actually did. PayPal was a, uh, the, the company he sold, to uh, Peter Thiel, was essentially tanking. The code was horrible. He didn't create Tesla. He didn't create SpaceX. The guys made up to be the front face of the establishment as some tech genius. Far from it. What he is, is a front face to convince people that he's fighting for all these humane things when it's exactly the opposite. So what is going on Twitter right now is the fact that when they let me on, Sean, They thought I would say, oh, I would be one of those other doofus right wing people like Dinesh D'Souza or even James Woods. Uh, James Woods, when he brought in the W.E.F. person, right, from the World Economic Forum, he goes, oh, my God, I guess the the game is over. And I took his tweet and I quote tweeted and I said, James, the game never began. This guy has always been against us. James Woods then deleted his tweet, Sean. You can go see it. I captured it. And then a few days later, he says, thank you, Elon Musk, for giving me one hundred thousand viewers. Elon Musk is literally buying these so-called right-wing influencers. All right? Who? Oh.
1: Basically, or he just totally removes them. He censors them off it, right? And, and so he seems very much. I mean, I mean, I'm not being funny. I mean, even his even his hair's fake.
0: <laughs> yeah, everything, I mean, is, even the, the, the hair on its. Yeah, is fake. everything is fake about him. But most important to understand is, um, having been in the field of AI for nearly 20 years, I have the three most important patents for text processing in the field, and people can go look it up uh, that I got in 1995. But one of the important things to understand is that it is not only shadow banning. There's even something much more insidious, what I call using predictive analytics, because I've been wondering why they let me on. Well, wh- what started happening was a number of my followers started saying they would get RFK tweets notified to them when they never signed up for them. Now, RFK is another big scumbag. What's happening yes, is- please do, Yeah, please do speak about RFK. Right, what you here, had, did you yeah. have Elon Musk, Joe Rogan, Fucker Carlson, Donald Trump, and um, RFK, And I use these words because I really hate these people. When you really understand what what they're doing, they're the neo-establishment that is being put forward to present themselves as fighters, as martyrs, when they are exactly the opposite. They're part of the swarm and people need to get this. So if you are a working class person, you work for a living, and you think these people are gonna help you, you really have to have your brain checked and you really have to have it checked. Mm -hmm. And you have to look at the facts, RFK Jr. Mm-hmm. What did RFK Jr actually do? I in March of 2020, I was the first person to say these lockdowns are horrible. You can go look at it on my Twitter feed. Robert F Kennedy Jr. Yes. Robert F Kennedy Jr. was promoting lockdowns and we've captured his tweet before he deletes it. He was promoting them. Lock step and barrel with Fauci. In fact, he wanted stricter lockdowns. And he was saying, "Oh, it's because it helps the climate." All right? He had prom- he had endorsed Hillary Clinton not once, not twice, but three times. And in 2020, it'd come to Massachusetts. By the way, Hillary Clinton is pro-Monsanto, pro-GMO, pro-vaccine mandates, pro-Fauci, pro-Bill Gates. And when I started putting this together about yep, uh, Robert F. Kennedy it. and exposing him, and I did video after video, I lost 20% of all these bougie, wealthy women who want to suck off Kennedy, frankly, and they think he's their savior. That's who he, his followers really are. They're the liberal elites. And it's true. It's not even a joke.
1: Yeah. People uh, yeah,
0: I know. bow yeah. down to the Kennedys when they're murderers, they're rapists, they get away with killing people. I mean, Robert Kennedy's wife hung himself and within five months he was with somebody else. People really need to go studying. People then need to check their own brains. Why do they think Robert Kennedy, mm-hmm. the guy literally speaks from both sides of his mouth and probably has, as Owen Benjamin are talking, the, the, the devil choking his tro- throat in a very symbolic way. This guy is an absolute bastard in many, many levels, spiritual, emotional, political. He endorsed not only Hillary Clinton, endorsed his nephew in 2020, but in 2022, you had to have the vaccine before you came into his house, the mRNA vaccine. And then he didn't say anything against Fauci in 2020. We were running the fire Fauci campaign. He waited a year and a half and wrote a book stolen, Sean, for most of my material. So this Mm. guy is created, he's a fiction. So that's one pillar of the establishments. Pentagon, as I call it. The next pillar is fucker Carlson. Fucker Carlson is like this with Hunter Biden. Okay. Suddenly he's being painted as some martyr. Come on. The guy was never supporting the real issues with election systems. He thought they were a joke. The reason he got fired from Fox was because he was internally saying it was all nonsense and externally talking about election fraud. And that is called malicious defamation. That's why he lost his job. Now he swings to the MAGA crowd, to act as though he's a martyr. Second bullshitter, Donald Trump. Look, I supported the guy, gave him money, but I realize what happens with these people is they're able to speak from both sides of their mouth. And if you're a codependent person, you think that you should support them. What did Donald Trump actually do? And many of the people support him. I don't think many of you even put up lawn signs for him. were out in the cold, gave him money. I did all that. All right. So I have a certain credibility to expose him and I've met with him multiple times. Okay. First, he supported Fauci in the lockdown, $16 trillion. Him and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. were into lockdowns. I'm the candidate who was against them. So that needs to be understood and forget what they say. That was their history. Second thing is Trump supported Operation Warp Speed, didn't fire Fauci. And who actually got locked up? Hillary didn't get locked up. His own people got locked up, but the fundamental issue here, Sean, that working people have been brainwashed to think they are going to be your saviors. And this is a brainwashing that has to be broken. So I don't give a damn about if Trump is indicted or not. We should not be caring about what happens to them, because if you look at the life expectancy rates in the UK and the United States are going like this. Okay. So over the last 80 years, 60 years, life expectancy is going inverse. And that pretty much says it all, that they do not care about you. They do not care about working people. What they fundamentally care care about is maximizing their power, profit, and control. And then you look at someone like Joe Rogan. He, you know, this guy is controlled by the biggest, you know, creative arts agency in the world, William Morris, formerly Endeavor. These guys control UFC. They control WWE. They control every Hollywood actor. Ari Emanuel. Mm. Yep. So Joe Rogan, you know, he was given multiple opportunities in the GMO debate. He was pro-GMO. I did the five first original papers exposing GMOs. People said, you should have Dr. Shivan. You'll give an opposing view. Never put, put me on. Then when it came to the vaccine issue, the guy shut his mouth when it mattered in 2020. All of these people, you have to look
1: at not if they told the truth, but when they told the truth. When, when, when! I agree. I, I, I agree because I, I've said this. I said I don't care what these people say now. What were they saying when it mattered in the, you know, yeah, during and, the it's, lockdown, it's, it's, during it's, these it's, mandates? You got people like Ben Shapiro in America. He's like, oh, don't get your job. yeah. and all that. He's like, you know, all of this sort of stuff. He's a scumbag. And Another now scumbag. he comes, total scumbag, yeah, Ben
0: Shapiro. All of these. So the elites have created this fictitious right of people who suck up to Musk and this at least the left you know that who they are but the more insidious people are the people who I call the not so obvious establishment robert f kennedy junior yeah. we're going to expose everything about him and when i exposed him fully this is in kennedy style he did a smear campaign he himself wrote a blog post saying that i'm a vaccine maker that i'm friends with bill gates and clintons unfucking believable this guy i had to sue him in federal court and he kept running away Robert F. Kennedy will not debate me. Elon Musk won't debate me. These guys are front end puppets for the elites. And it's time that people got their really woke up and started recognizing what their interests are. If you think that they, who have golden painted toilets, who can murder people and kill people and rape people, literally that's what the Kennedy's doing, get away with it, that they care about you, come on. There's a serious neuronal check that you need to do. And that's what our campaign is about because when you look at my history you can just I was the first one to call out Fauci, call out the election systems. I was the one who was thrown off Twitter for 2 years. Kennedy wasn't. Twitter is the most important platform for politics. Not Instagram, not Facebook there mm-hmm. for pictures and mothers good things, but Twitter is the preeminent platform for politics. And it was my work that I funded mm-hmm. myself that exposed the backdoor portal. So when you put it all together, Sean, is what kind of person do we need to lead or what kind of leaders do we need? First of all, everyday people should be leading. People like me, Mm -hmm. one of us from below. And this is a brainwashing that the elites do every microsecond. And they have a lot of money to do this. So anyone in 2024, after they know they have a choice like me, after they see the work that I've done, think Robert F. Kennedy is gonna fight for you? Why does he get so much publicity? And why is it that that video I did on the, I mean, go look at pre 2020, um, uh, uh, Sean, I used to do a tweet. I used to get 40,000 retweets, all right? The Stanford reports that I was one of the top six super spreaders on the internet. My tweets had the same level of spread as Donald Trump's. You should go read the report. It's in the Stanford report right here, okay? And I was doing it without money. It was because of the quality of my content. I wasn't funded like the other five guys backed, five, five billionaires were backing those guys. It was the quality of my content and the fact that I was hitting everyday people. And I would work my butt off in this little office here with this little stupid camera. All right. So I am actually truly dangerous. That's why they make me invisible. Anyone who gets visibility on mainstream media is not your fucking friend. And if you think they are, there's a serious check you need to do. Robert Kennedy's promoted and Trump is promoted as the two most important, not so obvious establishment. Why? Because the elites have learned that right now people are breaking from the left and right. People are breaking and they're starting to wake up, particularly because of our movement for Truth, Freedom and Health has been doing, frankly, noble work of teaching people the science of systems. We have close to a half a billion people who have learned about us worldwide. We have close to a half a million people who have gone through our university program. We teach them. It's almost like revolution engineering, Sean. We teach people how the elites work. What is the science of systems? It's our warrior scholar program. And then we get people on the ground educating neighbors. It's truly a ground up movement. And they know that we exist. They know that we're disruptive in a very powerful way because we're not owned. Robert Kennedy's owned, man. He's owned. So you can see right now this Pentagon of Elon Musk, Joe Rogan, Robert Kennedy, Trump, and Tucker Carlson are being presented as martyrs are presented as humanely fighting for you. It's absolute bullshit. So what would I do as president? The first thing I would do is pass an executive order to remove all of these backdoor portals. And every prime minister who actually cares about their citizens should do that. But we will do that because Congress has laundered censorship. They've subverted the First Amendment. That's what they did. And they all got paid by Silicon Valley to do that. So once in a while, you'll see on TV, Ted Cruz will bring up the head of Google or the head of uh, you know, uh Jack Dorsey. Oh, what are you doing? Da, da, da. It's all just a shakedown. Silicon Valley.
1: It's, it's all wrestling. It's all theater, isn't it? Uh, it's yeah.
0: all fake. And it's really interesting you say that. If you look at Ari Emanuel, everyone should look at him. He is the guy who's one of the biggest power brokers in Hollywood. He runs William Morris Agency, which is now named Endeavor. If you want to be a Hollywood actress or actor, you better suck him off, and get him as your agent, okay? Or one of his agents, seriously.
1: You don't make- I thought I got a gig on UNN. I, 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 I spoke to David Clues and we had a little sit down. <laughs> so I'll leave it well, that. Well, Dr. Shiva, I, I have to, unfortunately, I really wanna- Well, I'll, really I'll wanna continue this, more. but yeah. But I think the bottom line is, is this,
0: we can continue this further, but people really need to recognize that my run for president has, it's a paradigm changing shift. And we are building a movement. And it's not about me. And I see the presidency is massively corrupt. The the legislature is corrupt. The judiciary is corrupt. I will use a presidency as no different than I'm using today to educate people. And that's the only thing you need to do. Anyway, Sean, I'm going to continue. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much, Dr. Shiva. I'm just eating into someone else's slot. I'm going to leave your presidential video in the chat for the, the promo for your thing. And I've already been sharing all the links to your to your YouTube channel and whatnot on my chats as okay. well. So thank you very much, Dr. Shiva. Please do come on again in we the will. future um, and we'll talk more about this, they're But Great. Thank you, Dr. So what I'm speaking to him about is, uh, you know, he's a,
0: he's a, he's, he's a British uh, a news uh, person, but the bottom line is this everyone, that it again comes back to the same issues. They are not one of us. So as he was saying, you have people now supporting Kennedy, and then people supporting Trump. And this is precisely what I predicted in the beginning of this year, that the elites know that the, uh, we've caught on to the obvious establishment. So they are now creating the not so obvious establishment, but you just need to unravel the thread, go look at the swarm video or many of my other videos and look at where these people come from. They all come from the swarm. They are not one of us. They may say the words, they may talk to you as they care for you, but they're actors, they're consummate actors. None of what they say they believe, but what they do believe, and I've heard them say this, the masses are asses. They actually believe that you're stupid and they actually hate you. Because if they didn't hate you, they would would have not supported lockdowns in 2020. Robert Kennedy and Donald Trump both supported lockdowns. Repeat that after me. Donald Trump and Robert Kennedy both supported lockdowns that cost the United States 16 trillion dollars. And who made money? 600 billionaires made $2.3 trillion. And it is those same billionaires who support Trump and Kennedy. And they're creating a fake fight. They don't want the real guy, which is one of you, which is me, and our movement to get the exposure. But we don't care. What we're going to do, and we are doing, is we're building a bottoms-up movement. We're not reliant on them. And that really bothers them even more. So the if you see them giving Robert Kennedy all of this play on mainstream media and Trump, you have to ask why, if he is really a danger, why would you give them any visibility? You see, if you're truly a danger, you make that person invisible. Now the views that we get, just wanna take a quick, quick, quick break here. I used to get a hundred times more views. You know, we have 286 people on, you go back two years ago, we used to have 8,000 people on. So they do a process called shadow banning. And the only reason we're getting views is because of people power. Each one of you, you can click the notify, you can click the share, you can do the retweet, you can comment. That's one of the small ways you can help us get this out and try to screw their algorithms. But ultimately, the future is offline. Ultimately, what we're doing with our campaign, Shiva for President, everyone should go to shivaforpresident.com. And one of the simplest things, I'll put the link right there. You can go volunteer, you can donate. But remember, when you donate, what's unique about our campaign is you donate something to me, I'd like to give something back to you. We give you books, we give you um, uh, you know, the ability to learn the truth, for and health system. I want to educate you. I don't like to say, oh, give me the money and then I'm going to take the money. That's what these built. Why do, by the way, why do billionaires need money? And you know what they do with your money? They give it to their friends who are consultants. Everything that you see here is run by us volunteers, by the people for the people. So volunteer and donate, go to ShivaForPresident.com. One of the important things you can do is you can get a little bumper sticker. It says, Hey, John, Can you bring me a bumper sticker? You get one of these bumper stickers and you put it on the back left window of your car. Do it wherever you are in the world, because this is, you know, we're running for president, but our ideas and our principles have global value. So you can get one of these bumper stickers right here and you can put it on the back of your car. One hundred thousand people will see this bumper sticker per day. So you if you're driving around let's say 200 days in a year. That means 20 million people. You are a walking billboard. You're a walk, and that's something simple you can do if you're afraid to hand out a flyer, but go get these bumper stickers on Shiver for. They're very handsome bumper stickers, president.com The other thing that I recommend all of you do if you wanna donate, great, but come to our open houses that I do every, every Thursdays. It's a significant investment of time. Uh, They go on for two hours each slot, 11 a.m. EST and 8 p.m. EST. You just go to vashiva.com slash orientation and you sign up and we have you will see you will get inspired because you realize you're not alone. There's a lot of people are getting that Kennedy and Trump are scumbags. There are a lot of people that are getting Elon Musk is full of shit. And that's because of the hard work we're doing. And you need to start doing that hard work. You see, the future of truth, freedom, and health, you, real truth, real freedom, and real health comes when we break from the swarm completely. Not just the obvious establishment, but when people say, wait a minute, this guy Kennedy is full of shit. He supported lockdowns. He's speaking from two sides of the mouth. Wait a minute, he was banging. I'm sorry, he was supporting Hillary Clinton three times. And then he endorsed his nephew was for vaccine mandates in 2020. Then you had to be vaccinated before you could come into his home. Now, anyone who supports this individual after hearing all that, is no different than a woman who is a codependent to a man who comes and beats her every day. Well, you know, he had to beat me today because he was had a bad childhood. This is called codependency. And they know people are weak like this and they're taking advantage of people. So remember what I'm saying. If you, after everything I've shared about Trump and Musk and people like uh, Robert F. Kennedy, booby fucking Kennedy Jr., still follow him, and still are gonna even consider him. You are a codependent, go study what that is. That means you're an abuse victim. These people are not one of us. Do you have a gold-plated toilet? Do you can you do you do charge $250,000 for people to come into your club? Do you bang whores and then um, get people to pay them off? We don't do that, guys, they do, all right? Robert Kennedy had a contest, how many women he could do fellatio with, okay? had a contest on that. So you got to understand these people are do not have your values. They are not one of you. And you're looking at one of you. Everything I have I've earned, just like you. Every degree I've I've earned. I've worked since I was 14 years old or even before that, just like you, most of us. So why is it that we bow down to them and I would argue it's a brainwashing because of the media and you have to break from that. So you have an opportunity with our campaign but as president I will do more for free speech than everyone else. We must cut off the government's unholy alliance with big tech companies. And that will not only help the United States, but that will help the world. But Elon Musk right now is doing a hand job all over the world. He's going to every government and he's saying, yes, yes, I will. I will give you your backdoor portal. I will give you. Oh, okay. uh, Give me subsidies to create electric cars here in return. Give me abilities to do launches out of here. Give me better pricing on lithium. That's what he's doing. It is truly absolute imperialism that's going on. That is what Elon Musk is a face of. He's a face of racism, imperialism, casteism, everything. I mean, he grew up in South Africa where 0.1% of the people control 99.9% of the people. That's in his framework. He's not one of us. So please understand that you have a huge opportunity. You have two things you can do, and they're coming together. You can support our campaign, Shiva for president. And you can do it wherever you are and don't get it. Oh, he's running for independent. I don't know if he can win. You have no choice but to build a movement. And that's what we're doing. And I, I'm very frank with everyone. The presidency is absolutely corrupt. What will I do? Well, I will keep doing what I'm doing right now. I will keep empowering you. all use the megaphone of the presidency to keep doing more videos like I did on the swarm. Educating people how corrupt even my own presidency is. So you guys can rise up, bottoms up. I will give solutions like I do. Like people should learn the science of systems. People should, um, you know, take care of their immune system. People should support their local farmers. People should teach their kids how to think. People should learn how to handle their finance. And I will teach you how to do that. That is what I will use the presidency for. No change can come from above. It can only come from below. But this is a huge opportunity for everyone here to get involved. Get off your butts. And for God's sake, Slap people upside the head if they start talking about Lovey Kennedy, okay, or Donald Trump, okay. All these people are bullshitters, they're taking advantage of you. It is all a joke what they're doing, all right. So, anyway, I hope uh, uh, let me play a video for you that will hopefully inspire you to get involved in the movement for truth, freedom, and health. So, let me play that right now. Um, uh, here you go. We on. have allowed our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you deep down inside them that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to and we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're gonna follow on the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags or you're gonna follow some right-wing talk show host. They're not gonna lead us to liberation, it's us. We're building a bottoms up movement and that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change, bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done and it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up, his own quote unquote people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum where people can go to truthfreedomhelp.com and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics. And I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast and within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people two years of MIT control systems, I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it, anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I got to build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for Truth, Freedom and Health and they can find it on truthfreedomhealth.com so people can sign in they can get access to a bunch of videos if they want to take a course and become a truth freedom health leader i offer a full scholarship there but we want people to make a commitment that they'll study that they'll get certified that they'll go do activities on the ground so go to truthfreedomhealth.com. Anyway, for those of you joining late, the talk that I'm concluding on is what I'll do as president uh, to win back free speech uh, that Elon Musk and the company and, and his associates have destroyed. And that's what's happened. So we need to, in the United States, be clear that we don't have free speech because the government, uh, through their alliances with Silicon Valley, have created these backdoor portals. Elon Musk has not taken them away, if anything. He has said that free speech does not equal free reach, it's a complete redefinition of free speech. And that's what he's done. And all the conservative influencers have bowed down to him thinking he's a fighter. And even after he appointed the WEF woman from the World Economic Forum, they're now scrambling because they they are fundamentally in this left or right camp, you see? But neither the left or right camps have anything to do with us. And that's what we need to break from. So come to our open house, 11 a.m. and 8 p.m. Go uh, go to truthfreedomhealth.com, Become a Warrior Scholar. And then finally... Everyone remember, we're running for president. It's a huge opportunity because we're giving people a much bigger uh, opportunity to get involved. Because typically what happens is you have the left wing and the right wing, Republican, Democrat. We're offering a completely different option. This is about building a movement. The way we win, the win is each one of you becoming leaders in your local communities, getting galvanized, that you stop looking to these elections that come every two to four years. You'd rather organized locally and that's what our campaign is about it's giving you the momentum and the inspiration to do that so please get involved um go to ShivaForPresident.com. for president.com let me see if there's if you have any questions let me uh read any questions um yes great thing someone says we must share these videos the msm will not do that please do that you can again share retweet you know put comments there um all of that activity helps us um david Barr says finally someone who tells the truth and every we deserve that guys We don't deserve these bullshitters who spend their life essentially manipulating people. They think politics is a business. And if you read Kennedy's videos, that's what he says. Okay. Ertzine says, admire your uh, courage and intelligence. Thank you very much. Um, uh, Demar says, love your ideas, Dr. Shiva. Great. Good to have you, Demar. Look. Someone says the voting systems need to be fixed or why bother? The most important thing, if you recognize, has never been through votes or through politicians and anything has changed. It's always been through building movements, individuals galvanizing themselves, coming together neighbor to neighbor. And that's what this uh, opportunity is. So um, someone said, I love my truck. but will never put a stick on it, but if you send me one, I will. Okay, Cody Jones, um, you can go get one right online. Uh, please go do that. But it's good to have you. Thank you. Um, Great. Uh, a level playing field is their kryptonite. Exactly. As AB says, they don't want a level playing field. So if you're really opposition to them, you know what they do? They make you invisible. But the problem is in 2020, about a half a billion people in the world saw my videos and we got out there. So they're sort of screwed, guys. So no matter how much t- uh, they try to make us invisible, we still get out there because we have people like you getting the news out there. That's why that swarm video got two million views. In 2020, it probably would have gotten about 200 million views. All right. But anyway, it doesn't matter what they do. We're not expecting them to change. We're gonna do it bottoms up. So everyone get involved. And as I close out, I'll just play my last video on Shiva for president. Hopefully it'll inspire you. Be well, be the light. Thank you. Who would have ever thought I'd be running for president of the United States of America. I was born a low caste, untouchable in India's caste system, a system of aristocracy, oppression, and racism. My name is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I'm an MIT PhD, a Fulbright Scholar, a scientist, engineer, entrepreneur, and inventor. My family and I left India to come to America on my seventh birthday. I grew up in the working-class neighborhoods of New Jersey, playing baseball, mowing lawns, painting houses, and coding software. My friends and neighbors are Blacks, Italians, Irish, people of all races. As a 14-year-old, I wrote 50,000 lines of software code to create the world's first email system and was awarded the first US copyright for email, recognizing me as its official inventor at a time when copyright was the only way to protect software inventions. I did that long before I ever came to MIT, revealing that big innovations can occur anytime, anyplace, by anybody. Growing up I saw politicians dividing us by race and religion in both America and India to have us fighting each other while they remained safe in their gated communities and in their playgrounds of Hollywood, Martha's Vineyard and Silicon Valley. I'm a fighter, I fought racism and exposed their imperialist wars, fought for workers and put my life on the line against global corruption. I never wanted to run for political office. All that changed when I saw working Americans as never before being duped by the establishment and the not-so-obvious establishment. Across left and right, we were being sold out and made to forget why we came to America and why America existed lawyers, academics, billionaires, celebrities and politicians, elites, Clintons, Kennedys, Bidens, Obamas, Bushes, black and white have hijacked America, they've printed trillions for their friends, they delivered crumbling infrastructure, corruption and racism, they've transferred trillions to themselves, dividing black and white, fear mongering and fake science, lockdowns and censorship, dirty air, food and water, pushing drugs upon us, making us sicker, we've been sold out, one set of rules for them and another for us. We deserve a warrior with a history of courage in putting everything on the line for you, who believes in you, not them, who has created a movement bottoms up for truth, freedom, health. I've exposed their lies at the right time, never waiting until it was popular. I've exposed their false gods who exist to lead you back to them. I've exposed their fake signs of lockdowns and masking and provided you solutions to fight them and win and protect your immune system, saving millions. I exposed Fauci, galvanized the fire Fauci campaign when others remained silent. When they stole our election, we sued the government and Twitter in our historic 2020 federal lawsuit, exposing in bare view the government and big tech censorship infrastructure, the unholy alliance between government and social media companies. Where was Elon and his grifters? They stood by the sidelines and did nothing. They did not use their megaphones to help us when it could have made a big difference. Now our movement grows for truth, freedom, health, independent of all of them. Every day millions are learning the science of systems, the knowledge the elites do not want you to have, so you may learn how to think, stand up, and fight, independent of the establishment of left and right and their fake heroes. Now it's time for you to join the movement, to win back America, to win back truth, win back freedom, win back your health. That's why I'm running for President of the United States. This race is about you. This race is about truth, freedom, health versus power, profit, control. We've had enough. They think we'll fall in line and vote again for their lawyers, celebrities, billionaires, and chosen ones from above. We choose our heroes from below, from the rank and file who do what is right at the right time, not when it's convenient and popular. They can never represent us. What America needs is a movement by the working people, for the working people. Or educated, organized, decentralized, and fight for independence from their systems of control. And that movement exists. It's ready for you. We don't need them. We need us to go bottoms up, neighbor to neighbor. My journey, your journey are all the same. It's our time. It's time we had one of us. It's time to win back truth, freedom, health, to win back America, be part of this historic movement all the way to our victory on November 5th, 2024. If you're an American citizen, pledge your vote now for Dr. Shiva Durey, the independent candidate for U.S. president. No matter where you live, you can be a part of this. Volunteer as little as 20 minutes a day. Don't delay. This is Dr. Shiva Durey and I approve this message, paid for by Dr. Shiva for president. All right, everyone. I hope that was valuable. I'm sorry to just take care of something, but um, uh, please get involved. That's our uh, video for Shiva for President. Again, go get these uh, bumper stickers, put them on the back of your car. So one person driving it around, 100,000 people see it per day. So it's a very powerful way. It's very cheap. It's very cost effective. Everyone can get involved, but come to our open house. As I said, that'll take place um, uh, uh, tomorrow evening. Okay. 11 a.m. or 8 p.m. Join us. And then become part of the Truth Freedom Health movement. Just go to truthfreedomhealth.com and sign up and become a Warrior Scholar. It's really a lot of fun. You'll most of all you'll meet some amazing people, and you'll recognize that you're not alone. So anyway, be well. Be the light. Uh, thank you very much. Thanks for uh, being here. Sorry for that uh, slight hiccup when I didn't show up at the last minute. Be well. Thank you. Uh, let me just sign off here. Thanks.